1: G'day everyone, welcome back to another installment of the Hoop Ball Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is, of course, a hoop-ball.com presentation. Uh, if you'd like to go and follow us on Apple iTunes, that would be much appreciated if you can go and give us a rate and review as well. Of course, I don't ask for much, but uh, if you're able to do that, spend a couple of seconds going and shooting us a review and a rating, hopefully a good one. If not, well, don't worry about it. Um and uh if you want to follow us on Twitter at Lyle Swithenbank L Y L E S W I T H E N B A N K as In Bank And at Hoop Ball Pels is the Show, H O O P B A L L P E L S. And uh Yeah, we've getting heaps of support at the moment, guys, and I really appreciate uh all of the other the listeners getting in. It's been like I said in uh, the last couple of episodes, we've, we had the biggest month that we've ever had last month, and uh, it's trending that way again this month. And um, it says a lot when people are, uh, are listening in. You know, it means it means a lot, and uh, we appreciate all the support, particularly while the Pelicans are one and eight. Spoiler alert! Uh, sorry, I probably left that a little bit late, but uh, this is just a post game recap of the Kings and Pelicans game. Uh, watched on delay, that's why you got your post game a little bit later on. We're gonna break that all down today, and and. Probably forecast a bit what's going to happen in the um, next few games as well because ugh, where is the silver lining, I guess? Where's the light at the end of the tunnel? I don't know. Um, I think it starts with injuries. But we're going to break all that down. Uh, of course, before we get into that, uh, Special thanks to manscaped.com, good friends of the show and of HoopBall. Uh, use the code hoopball twenty two zero H hoopball A L L two zero is the full code at checkout. That'll give you 20% off and free shipping. Tell them HoopBall sent you. And mybookie.ag, if you want to go and do your punting, go and do it over there. Uh, they've got everything going on over there. And if you want to use the code HoopBall when you sign up, you'll get a deposit match on your first deposit hundred uh, percent so put twenty five bucks in get twenty five bucks in addition you got fifty bucks to gamble with not bad not bad at all I've also got their free bets over there there are uh, special bets uh, that um, can win you free money there are extra odds on them and uh you know they're usually pretty easy to win so go and check them out mybookie.ag. if you can go and have a gamble well go and do that but of course gamble responsibly don't chase your losses or any of that carry on um there's no point. Uh, doing that as I managed to do on the uh, Melbourne Cup day. So anyway, regardless of that and my inability to bet on horses, the Pelicans played. They took on the Sacramento Kings. Second night of a back-to-back. The road trip continues and I think you could see it in the tired legs. We, the starting lineup, we lost Herb, unfortunately, as we talked about uh, on the last episode, uh, he was out with concussion. He's in the concussion protocols at the moment. He can't play for 24 hours since the time of the injury. Uh, that happened with uh, in the second quarter where he copped an inverted elbow from uh, Jonas Valanciunas. So running back in transition, a uh, little elbow flew out and uh, and copped him and, um, yeah, knocked him out, unfortunately. So hopefully Herb comes back. He came out of the starting lineup and in came Garrett Temple, who's coming off his best game as a Pelican, which... Um, you know, he'd been a, a bit of a whipping boy in the beginning and he just started coming good, hurt his ankle, came back last game and played really well. And um, got the call-up into the starting lineup and played well again tonight. Uh, it was very impressive, his his efforts tonight. And, uh, yeah, enjoyed having him in there, which, you know, as much as he was criticised throughout the journey about um, not in the early sort of part of the season, that, oh, is he Eric Bledsoe 2.0 and is he going to have this and that? It was a significant difference to Garrett Temple and to Eric Bledsoe. The big difference was Garrett Temple wanted to be here. He cared about the team. He's invested in the team, and um, you know he wanted to play hard, and he does every single night. Thirty-four minutes tonight, and uh, yeah, he was he was really good again. Um, and unfortunately, the Pelicans fell to the Sacramento Kings at Sacramento, one hundred and twelve to ninety-nine. Offense down the stretch was. Uh, non-existent, basically. they uh, We managed to turn the ball over a whole heap in the last quarter, three and three possessions, and that pretty much blew the game over after uh, entering into the fourth quarter uh, just down by five and um, ended up getting smashed in that quarter. Uh, we only hit four shots in the fourth quarter of the game. And they went on a 14-0 to run and completely rinsed us to, to the end after quite a good, hard-fought game where Pelicans were... were in it, basically the whole game, again, no Brandon Ingram, we had no Herb, and obviously Zion remains out, but gosh, it was, it was another tough one on the road, second night of a back-to-back, didn't get into the hotel until one thirty in the morning, you must just be shattered, then they play another late game, you know, Sacramento were coming off a a back-to-back as well where they only played eight players. So, you know, those guys were also tired. So there's no real excuse besides the travel getting in a bit later. But, you know, we dropped off at the end some costly turnovers that just, I mean, for comparison, it's overall. Let's let's break this down. What went wrong? Turnovers were an issue. We know there have been an issue all year. Uh, We ended up having... 16 16 turnovers but we only had 6 in the first half and in the first half we were we were playing really well we really were again it was another game where the first half was really good defensively we were fantastic um, we were we were switching on everything people were playing hard they were defensively locked in only 6 turnovers and we were running we were running them ragged we really were and it was it was fantastic the pills were playing great and particularly when you you don't have that go-to scorer like a Brandon Ingram, uh, you know, Jonas Valanciunas has absolutely been taking over that role, as well as Devontae Graham, who's fantastic in this as well. And then we just sort of just let the rope go, and uh, we were turning the ball over left, right, and center. A lot of live ball turnovers. They end up getting 16 points off turnovers. Um, you know, you can't have that. You really can't. Uh, you know, they were scoring off every single turnover. They had eight turnovers and we got 12 off them. And a lot of that would have happened in the first half. They took care of the ball. You know, that's an extra eight possessions they had that we didn't uh, where they took took the uh, took care of the ball. You know, in the first time we played uh, the, the Sacramento Kings, it was the issue of the offensive rebounds. And we stopped it. We really did. Uh, we, we did well in this game. Shot the free throws well. We had 15 attempts to their 22, and there was a whole issue with the refs that we might get into a little bit later on that they just put the whistle away for us. But anyway, uh, we hit 12 of 34 from three, which is 35%, which you're pretty happy with. A lot of them came early as well, and then they dried up. And I suppose it's a tale of two halves. The first half, we moved the ball left, right, in and out, in and out, test the defense, get the switches, get the mismatches. Score the ball. Drive and kick, drive and kick, and open shots. Catch and shoot. Bang. Yeah. One, two, three, four passes. We start getting challenged, and we start turning the ball over, and people get scared to pass the ball. And what happened is it's it stuck. And all of a sudden, that makes it so much easier for the defense. They sit there, and they're like, all right, we'll just go one-on-one with this guy. And then we'll just flash high, double-team, and that'll um, make them throw the ball into the lane where we can just pick it off. And they did it time and time and time again. And then Darren Fox, who'd done nothing the whole game, gets into his mid-range spot three, four, five times because no one wants to switch. No one wants to be accountable. And as soon as that accountability goes and people start second-guessing, it's over. It's it's game over. You know, they shot 52% from the field for the whole game, 42 of 80 we shot. Thirty-seven of, of 86, 43 percent, and it was some quarters where we were just atrocious. Um, yeah, it was. It was a it was a tough, tough loss, and one that another one that you feel that if you had a closer, you could you could win this, and that's what frustrates me is that if you had a full side, even if you just had Brandon Ingram, not even Zion, you just had someone that was happy to go down the stretch, go one on one, a bit of isolation, even. I know it just said that we need to pass the ball more or, or someone that you can just rely on getting a bucket. A closer. We just don't have one. And Devontae Graham is trying. He's trying, but they know that he's the only one that's willing to take those big shots. So they just double team him, force the ball out of his hands and just completely smother him, ball denial. And, and you saw that down the stretch. He just, he was unable to get those big shots off. Same as Jonas Valanciunas. You know, they, they, they started working out that If they just double team him, he can't go and score against him. Yeah, it's frustrating. It was really frustrating. But what can you do? What can you do?
0: Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best-kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.
2: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify.
1: So we go over to the box score. The starters: Garrett Temple, Nikhil, Josh Hart, uh, Devonte Graham, and Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, Garrett Temple was good: twelve points, nine rebounds, two assists, two blocks, including a massive block on Alex. Lenn- uh, was that Alex? Then one of them, uh, one of the big fellas, uh, might have been Tristan Thompson because Rashawn Holmes got himself ejected after getting four fouls early and giving the umpire a spray. Uh, he just said whatever I was thinking, but anyway, I digress. Uh, Garrett Temple was really good. He was a, he. They say he's a minus four on the night, but you know that's actually the best. Um, so the best besides Jonas Valanciunas, he was the second best player uh, to play any substantial minutes, and he was a minus four. So if that doesn't tell you anything, well, you know that's that's the story of the game. Nikhil Alexander Walker, he bounced back a bit. Sixteen points, three rebounds, four assists, one steal. 7 of 16 shooting, and 1 of 6 from 3. So the 3-pointers are still not falling. But again, the big issue with Nikhil is that he settles for jumpers. As soon as he gets challenged, he likes to dribble, over-dribble, and then shoot a contested shot. He played really well in the first half, and for a lot of the second half, where he was driving to the bucket. He can score on either side of his body, left-handed, right-handed. You you can't force him either which way, because he'll score it. And he chopped. He absolutely chopped. And as soon as he started doing that, he saw the ball go in a few times, he started making outside shots. Couple of little fadeaways, hit that three-pointer, because his confidence was up. He watched the ball go in. He knew that he could do it. Bailing people out with long-contested twos and threes is not the way to get your eye in, because all you see is the ball bounce off the back of the ring and they run straight past you and dunk it at the other end because long shots equals long rebounds and when you contest it that means there's two blokes in front of you they'll turn around take their rebound and run straight past you so Nikhil for three quarters was really good and then sort of lost it a bit in the last quarter where everyone did so you can't really blame him josh hart was good 31 points no uh, sorry 31 minutes nine points three rebounds two assists Four of 11 shooting and he pushes the ball. I don't mind the tempo he plays with and he would have had a whole heap more points if they had a blow on the whistle every time he got thrown to the ground going for a layup. But uh, we will see what happens there uh, as to whether or not that will be looked at in in terms of just the disparity in the umpiring. It was, it was pretty bad. Uh, Devontae Graham was good. 16 points, one rebound, seven assists, five of 10 shooting, four of eight from three. And he didn't do much wrong, and you can't really criticise him. He just did what he's been doing and hit the shots when he could. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas, a little bit quieter. He only played 29 minutes in this one because uh, we got a good run from Billy Hernan Gomez, who we haven't seen much of this year. 14-11 uh, from JV to assist. 5 of 13 shooting, and he battled. They put Alex Len on him. They put uh, Tristan Thompson. They put Rashawn Holmes, and he just had to battle against him. And they kept throwing a second person because they knew he was the only guaranteed bucket. And that's what makes it tricky Now, uh, when you've only got that one dimension in the scoring. I mean, Jonas Valanciunas can do it all. He shoots threes, he sh- mid-range. And yeah, one dimension, I mean, you've got one serious threat to score every single time. You know that more likely than not, he's going to score the ball when he gets the ball in the post. Because he's so good. Um, you know, but it makes it predictable when you throw it in the post. They're like, well, he's going to score it, and you're like, oh gosh. Um, so, yeah, he um, he got a bit of a rest in this one, which is good because he's been playing big minutes. Najee Marshall off the bench, twenty minutes, nineteen and fifty, uh, had five points, five rebounds. Didn't do much else. He hit a three, which was nice to see. He needs to keep doing that. Kyra Lewis Jr. had a fantastic game. Really, really good stuff from him in this. Change of pace. You can see it starting to slow down. His giant killer floater is coming along. I love it. Uh, 14 points. He had two rebounds. Didn't have any assists, but you know that's because people were missing his shots. He hit a couple of threes himself. Only three turnovers. A couple uh, towards the end of the game, but by then everyone was mucking around with it anyway. Uh, but I was very impressed with uh, with how he went. Um, Trey Murphy, 13 minutes, 0 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, the, and 0 of 2 shooting. He has just lost his confidence completely. And I don't understand where it's gone because we want him to score the ball. The bloke has all the tools to be a, a fantastic player. And he's just... He's almost skittish to shoot the ball, mate. Shoot it. Shoot the ball. That's all we want you to do. If you get yourself in a good position, you're six foot ten, and you look like you're about seven foot one. You put your arms up. No one's going to get anywhere near it. Shoot the ball. Don't worry about it. If you miss, Jonas Valanciunas will clean it up. But shoot the ball because if you're not going to be a threat to shoot, you can't play because we need you. We even more so now without Zion. Because we need you to stretch the floor. And if you're not going to take that shot, people won't guard you. They will not pay you the respect if they know you're not going to shoot it. So, that's I'm so far in Trey's corner. I want him to succeed. We've seen him succeed. He's just got to back himself in. Nikhil's the same. Uh, Sadoransky played 12 minutes and this was he was all right. He wasn't bad. He wasn't great, but he wasn't bad. Uh, he was serviceable. Five points and two assists. He attacked and he was owed a few free throws and they just did not give them to him. Uh, big Billy come off the bench. He had 10 minutes, uh, eight points and two rebounds, one assist. He was solid. You know exactly what you're going to get from from Billy. The ball is going to hit him in in the shooter's pocket or in the um, uh, dunker spot, pardon me, and he's going to make it. That's just what he does. Just little He'll grab a few rebounds and uh, he'll be he'll be serviceable. And he was good defensively. They kept calling fouls on him, and a lot of them were just crap. They uh, umpiring was, was atrocious. I'll tell you what, it was no good. And you can't really win when there's three extra people in grey on the other side. But anyway, um, I won't criticise them too much because they know that they were shit. Uh, Jackson Hayes only played four minutes, and he was bad. Um, there's not much else to say. He, he was unplayable at the time. He did nothing, and um, He got towed up by Alex Lenz. So they couldn't play him. He was too small and just showed nothing in terms of switching. So they made the adjustment. So Jackson's got a bit to work on, but that's okay. He will continue to do so. Um, So key takeaways from this. Number one, playing with pace is good if you can do it for four quarters. I love to see them push it. Push the ball. Because as soon as they get tired in that fourth quarter, that stops and we play one-on-one. Or oh, one-on-five even. Because the other no one touches the ball. It's one person brings it across. It takes them seven of the eight seconds you're allowed. Now then muck around with it at the top. JV will come up, do a screen. Uh, they'll run around. The guard wheel. They'll continue to dribble. They'll drive in. Then they'll pull it back out because they realize that was a bad idea. Uh, they'll look around and... All right, better shoot it now. All right, rebound. I know because it was a long shot. It's a long rebound and the other team's up off the other side. If you want to run, we need to be fit enough to do it. You also need to be aware that pace is different to rushing. Getting the ball inbounds and across the timeline to give yourself as much time to get into your half-court set is just as important as running in transition. Give yourselves as much time as possible because if for some unknown reason you take an early shot and you take it at 18 or you get a good shot and you take it 18 seconds in the shot clock and you miss, you get a rebound. There's more opportunity to score. There's more time on the clock. The longer you take, the less time there is, especially when you manage to get yourself in a hole like the Pelicans tend to. Um, then they just need to control the pace and and sustain the intensity for four quarters. Number two, I mean, it's turnovers. I I don't even have to go into this much. You turn the ball over, you lose the game. That's the long and the short of it because you get less offensive possessions than them. Uh, You swing the momentum, you let their crowd into it, and you lose a game. That's what happened. Three turnovers in three, um, Three possessions and it was over. That's literally what happened. So that's all I'll say on that. Turnovers are the worst. Uh, and finally, we are desperate for that third scorer. You know, B.I.'s got to come back. Zion's got, him get, got to get himself right. Once this offense is as equally as good as this defense, we'll be all right. I can, I can guarantee it. The problem is, is it's going to take too long and we're not going to have enough time to drag ourselves back into it. We're not going to win 15 straight. It's not going to happen. Um, or 20 straight to get ourselves into the playoffs. I mean, I'm, I want to eat my hat. I re- I want that. But we're dropping too many games that are the, the close ones. You know, coming up, for example, you get a day off and then we head to Golden State and we take them on. You get another national game. We get a night off. Do we? We get two nights off. Yeah, we get two nights off, which you wouldn't read about. it. Oh, lucky ass. And then we play Mavericks. And then we get a night off. And then we play Thunder. So you know you've got to win that one. They're one and six. And then you play Brooklyn. So of these next few games, there's one that, you can, that you're expected to win, that you must win. And all the rest you've got to try to steal. You've got to steal one from Dallas. You've got to try to beat this Golden State Warriors. But, you know, Steph Curry is going to torture. And if we give him the looks that we were giving De'Aaron Fox, or Buddy Heald, or Harrison Barnes, like, who these people are not all-stars. You know, they might be playing like it when they play the Pels, but they're not all-stars. Very good players. And perhaps Harrison Barnes will be an all-star this year, but he hasn't been before. So you've got to take these ones. And especially when you've you got them close, you've got to be able to finish. And that's the only way that we'll get any chance of making it towards a playoff spot or even a play Like, I mean, there's no chance of making playoffs out right now, I don't think. Um, and, you know, that's nine games in. You're only 10% into the season. You're already going, probably in some trouble. So we need them to hurry back. Uh, Zion's probably another month, to be honest. You know, we'll probably see him around Christmas. And, um... Hopefully, start of December, but we'll see what happens. And, um, and and Bi, he just needs to get back. He needs to get that hip right, uh, and, and then get back and and play some good basketball. But we'll see what happens. All right, so I'm going to leave it at that. As always, the Pelicans have lost, so hopefully they'll come back. Stay positive. It'll hopefully it'll come together. There's there's things. There's things to come. There is. We're going to see some good basketball at some point. I'm sure of it. I can feel it. But I'll leave you with that. Look after yourselves. As always, I am Lyle Swithenbank. This is the Hoopball Pelicans podcast. Hoop-ball.com presentation. Stay safe. I will speak to you very, very soon. Keep an eye out for everything else I'll be popping up on in recent times or coming up soon. And uh, I'll speak to you next time. Bye for now.